0: For many people, COVID opened the door to a major shift in the ability to work from home. I'm one of those people. I quickly realized that I had all of the tools and equipment needed to create a cozy space in my home to get my work done rather than having to trek into the office every day. Then I relocated far away from my flagship office and couldn't go into the office even if I wanted to. And here I am today with the work from home woes. It takes a great deal of discipline, consistency, and routine to quote-unquote enjoy working from home, in my opinion. But honestly, working from home is for the birds. Join me on today's episode as I share my common struggle and love-hate relationship with having the ability to work from home, and as I also share what's working for me now. Spoiler alert, it involves getting out of the house. Stay tuned.
1: Welcome to the Unspoken Cycle Podcast, where women of all ages and stages in life can find guidance and solace from life's everyday stresses. In each episode, we'll tackle a range of topics, including relationships, health, fertility, self-love, careers, mental illness, and more. Stay Stay tuned tuned for valuable insights, personal anecdotes, and the comfort of knowing You're not alone. Here's your host, Leah Vaughn. Hello. How are y'all doing today?
0: Who did that remind you of? So in my head, I don't know why, but sometimes when I say hello in the beginning of my podcast, I want to say it like Mrs. Doubtfire said it. For some reason she's ingrained in my memory, in my mind. And she, um, in, in the movie, if you have not seen it, you're living under a rock, number one, but, um, (laughs) she would say hello to the camera when she was doing her little shows and hello. And I don't know, that's just what came out of my mouth. So, all right, I guess that's the kind of mood I'm in today. A little quirky, a little silly, a little everything but thank you for joining me on today's episode of the unspoken cycle podcast. I wanted to really dig into a struggle I'm having that. I know a lot of you can relate to. Um, there are so many people who struggle with this particular thing in their lives. And I am finding more and more, I am one of them. So, Back when COVID first began in the beginning of 2020, I think it was March when things really started to close down. And, you know, first we all thought it was just going to be temporary. And then it ended up being for like months and months on end. Even though I'm a life coach, I'm also the practice manager of a psychiatric practice in New York City. And uh, that does require hands-on patient interactions. We have a whole treatment center and offer a plethora of different types of treatment for all sorts of things like depression and anxiety, OCD. So we can't do those things from home. But most of my job in particular, because I manage things and oversee everything I am able to do from home. Um, So we ended up temporarily closing the office and doing a lot of virtual um, work, virtual sessions with the patients and things like that, and were working from home. And for me, I had a laptop and a nice cozy setup where I was able to go ahead and do that in my home without interruption. And I know a lot of people struggled with that because we were kind of thrust into that virtual um, environment. And a lot of people didn't have the luxury of quiet spaces or even having a laptop or a computer at home where they could log into what they needed or even having the software and, and everything. So I was lucky and fortunate in, in that regard. And I had a setup on my dining room table and mind you in New York city, our apartment was small. So my dining room table was also slash the kitchen slash the living room slash, uh, the, um, gathering fellowship area for myself and my wife and my kids and the dog and everything else. And so I, I started, um, Setting myself up at home. Our IT guy is brilliant. He put a bunch of software on my on my laptop, and I was able to do what I needed to do every day. Um, then, when things kind of eased up a little bit, I ended up uh, going into the office a couple days a week and working from home a couple days a week. But it was pretty fluid. It was pretty consistent. I thought I've got this. You know, I can do this. And even you know, in times when I wasn't able to go in the office, maybe I wasn't feeling well or had appointments or whatever, I still had the ability to log into my laptop, get my stuff done, check my email whatever I needed to do right so that was a huge convenience for me and a ton of other people were realizing that working from home became a convenience well unfortunately that convenience became too convenient so when we decided to move away from the city um, I had a great talk with my boss and um, you know love working there, didn't really want to leave the company, but obviously I wasn't physically going to be in the city anymore. So, you know, there was a lot of discussion around that. Well, because I was able to successfully work from home and do everything I needed, um, and didn't have to physically be there in the office, we decided, Hey, I'm going to stay in my position. I'm just going to, you know, move a little bit further away And we are going to continue this working relationship and it's gonna be great. And so that's what I did. Fast forward, here I am, and I have almost done a great disservice to myself by creating a space that's kind of too comfortable. I don't know if that's, yeah, that's the right description. This place is fucking cozy, guys. So let me give you a little bit of an idea of my routine. I get up in the morning. And the first thing I love to do is, well, I feed the dog and I want to, um, you know, get my breakfast and stuff ready. But the first thing I do is I go out, I turn on my espresso machine, let it heat up, let it warm up and do what it has to do so that I can make a nice yummy, uh, latte for myself. I feed the dog. I get my breakfast going. If it's really cold, like it has been the last couple of weeks. Okay. Let me rewind that in Florida. It's never really cold. So it's been chilly, Um, A couple of mornings over the last couple of weeks, I'll put a fire in the fireplace. If it's really, really early, I'll turn something on the TV and maybe watch some news or finish watching the end of a show I wasn't able to catch up on or I don't know, something like that. I open up all the windows, I light candles, and I get myself like going with the vibe for the day. And I found that I'm creating too much of a comfortable space for myself. Now, I have a great home office setup. I literally was able to bring my desk phone, my printer, my postage machine because I send a lot of mail out. Um, I have my laptop. I have a cozy desk space. I have a couch in my office and, you know, I've decorated it so the decor matches my vibe. I always light candles so it smells good in here. I've got some lights up for the ambiance and it's just cozy as fuck. And I come in here and (laughs) and half the time I'm not motivated to open up my laptop and get to work. I just want to be cozy. And I found also that because i'm always at home in my cozy environment i don't know like it's starting to feel like it's too much i've never really been somebody who really wanted to be a work from home person employee or whatever even with my coaching business obviously i do that remotely and i don't know it's i've always wanted to have an office somewhere where i can get out of the house go into work or you know go where I need to go and, and have a different vibe, it's really hard for me to mesh my workspace and my home space in one. Because even when I want to do things like read a book or have some alone time or maybe listen to some music and clean up my office area or practice my cello or whatever it is, it's all, all of those things are done in the space I've created, which is also where I work. So it reminds me of work and I don't want to come in here um, because I feel like I sit in here all day, every day anyway. So it's kind of like I'm shooting myself in the foot by creating the space that I can use. And, and it's multifunctional. It's multi-purpose, It's great. But at the same time, it's just like, ugh, I'm always here. I'm always looking at this. This is like where I live literally with everything that I do and you know, when I want to take a lunch break, I get up and walk to the kitchen and make myself, you know, something to eat. When I want to, um, you know, take a walk, I go walk around the block. And my neighborhood is, you know, some that's where I see um, the same things every day as I drive through when I, you know, i am out and about. And it just feels really redundant and monotonous. And that's why I said in my intro that working from home is for the birds. I am just kind of tired of it. Um, it's not, I mean, I know how to be productive, but it's not like a fulfilling environment for for me anymore. And it's, it was getting to the point where I was just like, I've got to get the fuck out of this house. I cannot uh, continue to just be like absorbed within these walls. And I don't know. So do y'all feel me like with that? for those of you who work at home and don't have to go into the office, or maybe you have an option, like, what do you choose? Do you choose to stay at home a couple of days and then go in a couple of days? Or, you know, do you enjoy being able to be at home? Now, of course there's perks working from home. If you're kind of an introvert like me, you don't have to deal with people face to face and you do get privacy and, you know, you can kind of set your own schedule and and do things and, you know, on a routine that's good for you and you don't have to get out and drive and deal with traffic. That's a big one for me. Oh my God. There's some mornings when I have appointments or whatever, and I have to get out in the morning and the traffic, I really have to woo saw, especially here where I'm at in Florida, the, the drivers are not it. I don't know what the deal is, but yeah, there's a big challenge with understanding the rules of the road and 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 manners and things like that behind the wheel here. So it really gets to me, especially early in the morning if I haven't had my coffee yet or just am <laughs> just
1: enjoying it. You're listening to the Unspoken Cycle with Leah Vaughn. Embrace your female within
0: so there's a lot of things that are really challenging for me. And, um, I don't know. I just wanted to talk about it, have a little bitch sesh really quickly, uh, with y'all because I know that there are so many other people who also work from home. Um, I have a couple of girlfriends who work from home too, and I would just love to hear, um, your ideas or tips and tricks on how you are able to stay sane in your home space that you've created for yourself. Um, I am lucky that I have an extra room in our house where I was able to create a workspace, a hobby space, a quiet space um, for myself. But again, looking at it every day and sitting in it every day feels redundant. And sometimes when I just need something different, it feels smothering. So it's a struggle for me and I'm not impressed um I think the honeymoon phase of enjoying working from home is over. Uh, mind you, I do love hanging out with Sir Winston, our little Cocker spaniel. sometimes he's my buddy sometimes he wants his space but it is nice that I'm not here totally alone. Uh, we have a nice backyard and I can go out there and enjoy my coffee in the mornings when it's not too chilly um you know and and things like that. We have a porch with, cozy rocking chairs and it's nice to sit in the morning sun out there also. And I do that sometimes, but yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of, I'm over it. And so I've been on a mission Uh, the last couple of weeks to really find something different than I can do. Obviously I have to work every day. I can't just be like, I'm not going to work at all because I'm tired of working from home. So I'm going to go out and, and you know, lollygag uh, all day and find things to do. I can't do that. That's obviously not a choice, but what I was able to do was kind of seek out other options So, where I live, it's a really big city. It's very spread out. It's by the beach and the river. So, um, there's tons of beautiful areas to go. But if I go sit in a park, I don't have Wi-Fi and things like that where I can connect my laptop. And I'm not carrying a giant jetpack around with me uh, just to go sit in the park. Like, it's really not that serious. So... Thankfully, I was able to find this really cool remote workspace, and it's a giant office that's been uh, used to be a gym, I believe, and was converted into a bunch of office spaces and meeting spaces. Um, so I'm able to rent uh, some time there to go spend uh, days at a time whenever I want, whichever days I choose. And I can go and use my day pass and use one of their little private remote offices. And it's a nice enclosure. Um, it has a desk space. It's got all of the hookups that I need for my laptop and, you know, charge my phone and, you know, um, to do whatever I need in there. And so I am glad I found that I've gone now for the last couple of weeks and found that it's been really helpful, to just get out of the house and have a different work environment, the aesthetic in this place is super chilled, super modern and cute. I usually pick uh, an office upstairs where I have a view, um, the doors f- that close off the little workspaces, it is, it's is—it's completely enclosed, so I do appreciate that, and they're pretty much soundproof, I usually don't hear anybody else in the offices around me, but the, the, uh, one of the walls is all glass and I can see out the window and there's a giant palm tree. And when it's sunny, it kind of shines into my space. And I do like that. I like getting that, um, vitamin D, uh, from the sunshine when I'm out and it's nice. And, So I've I've been able to find that, which is helpful, but I don't go there every day. And it wouldn't be reasonable to go there every day. You know, things cost money and that's an investment and um, everything. But that's an option that I found that's helpful for me. I enjoy it. And then I also, you know, get up get dressed, put myself together. I don't know about you, but if you work from home, do you really get up and do your hair and your makeup or whatever your routine is every morning to get yourself ready to go sit in your office? I do sometimes, like if I'm recording something and I know I'm going to be on camera, I'll put myself together. However, most of the time I'm just in comfy clothes or chill clothes. I've got my hair up. No makeup, you know. I I I wash my face. I freshen up. I do my my morning routine. Uh, Sands the makeup and and any frilly stuff I do if I want to go out and and you know feel presentable in public. So it does feel good to get up, get dressed, wear something nice. I definitely don't wear my business attire in my home. Um, I like to be cozy. So. That part of it, I really do enjoy. Um, but again, I don't go every day and it is all the way across town. So it's a truck to get there. And if I want to get a good office choice of the ones that are available, I do have to get there kind of early in the morning. So I do deal with the traffic and everything else that all the other commuters deal with. And that, you know, is kind of annoying. But I like it. I enjoy it. It makes me feel good. I don't have interruptions of. Um, having to let the dog out to use the bathroom, or knowing I can get up and go, you know, refill my coffee if I want to at any time, or, you know, switching out the laundry and little things I do in between my work tasks when I am at home. So I definitely feel like I'm a little more productive um, and can stay focused in, in a consistent way. But other than that, I'm having to really stay disciplined. Which is a struggle. Um, And it's funny because I was talking to somebody this weekend about uh, what I enjoy about being a life coach and what are some of the things that I help a lot of people with. And although I do primarily work with women who have experienced trauma in their lives and we do a lot of mindfulness and healing techniques, a lot of them still suffer from being able to function in a lot of ways. With what we would consider simple things on a daily basis. So I do work a lot with discipline, consistency, accountability, routine. And it's funny because it's so easy for me to help them with those things, but I find myself struggling so much. You know, it's like I've heard people say, oh, psychiatrists need a psychiatrist. And self-help people need those to help them be accountable with their own selves. And it's so true. Like it's so easy for me to spot something that, uh, it, or an area in someone's life, um, that, you know, they need help in or can, can improve on. And I'm able to just immediately boom, 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 um, Work out a plan, work out, you know, what needs to change, where things need to grow, baby steps on how to get there. But then when it's like applying it to myself, God, it's so hard. You know, why is that? I don't know what that's about. But, anyways, I have to be definitely more mindful on what I'm doing to discipline myself for my own routine. So when I I opened up the new season of the unspoken cycle podcast with, uh, episode one. I talked about areas in my life I want to evolve in, and those are the things that I want to be raw and honest with y'all about
1: stay, stay tuned. tuned for more empowering conversations on the unspoken cycle podcast.
0: I feel like I'm not alone in many of those areas. So, this is definitely an area for me that I need to improve in as far as mindfulness. I need to um, really be much more consistent in being accountable to stick to discipline uh, and being accountable for my routine and just making sure my actions align with what I want to do each day and how I want to and how I want to spend my time and productivity. Work is something I have to do. And it's something I also enjoy doing. I'm blessed to have a job with a lot of different options. So I'm able to dig into my career in a lot of ways. I'm able to work with my coaching clients and uh, my career and my coaching go hand in hand. And that's something I'm very blessed to have. So I really have to be much more diligent to growing and allowing myself to evolve in how I am using my day. And when I'm feeling like working from home is bogging me down because maybe I'm tired of it, or maybe I'm just having a bad day and I'm moody and I just don't want to sit in my office anymore. Like I need to be able to understand what options I have for myself and what I can do to snap out of it and refocus and recharge and just get myself together. So a couple of things, obviously I've identified the place that I can get out to and go, you know, spend a day here and there. i try to make it a point to get out and go to the office, my remote office, uh, at least once a week. Once a week is good. Twice a week is preferable. But there are some days that I'm like, I have a lot to do tomorrow. And I just need to use all my resources at home. You know, it just depends on any given time of the week, how often I can get out. But I definitely need to continue to utilize that. And I really need to set a solid schedule. I don't know if you guys struggle with setting a schedule working from home. Like I said, my morning sounds really cushy. Get up, light the fire, feed the dog, make my espresso. You know, all these things sound so good. It makes you feel like, yes, that's going to be exactly what I need to start my schedule for the day and just really dive into it. But no, it actually has the opposite effect. I get too cozy. (laughs) And then I'm like, I don't want to do shit today. I don't want to do anything. So yeah, I definitely have to work on a schedule. If I were, if I did not have the opportunity to work from home and if I were still at my flagship office in Manhattan, I certainly would have to still get up at 6 a.m., get, you know, take the dog out, walk him, make sure he's fed, walk to the subway, ride on in, grab my coffee on the way. And get to work in the office. So, you know, obviously, I've created a totally different habit for my body and my mind. And now I'm used to not having to get up because I don't have to get up. I don't have to get up and go catch the subway. I don't have to get up and make sure that I give myself enough time to get ready and leave the house. I don't have to be prepared a certain amount of time before I get my work started for the day, or before I have my first meeting or appointment for the day. So that's kind of a mindset thing. I need to really understand that my structure and and my schedule for each day is non negotiable. Just because I don't have to do something doesn't mean I don't need to. So just because I don't have to wake up at six a.m. doesn't mean I don't need to wake up at six a.m. I should still get my ass up and give myself plenty of time to do the things I need to do to get ready for my workday. As a side note, I started reading the book, The 5am Club. My wife actually recommended it to me, and I'm a couple of chapters in, and the whole idea of The 5am Club is to utilize your mornings before anyone else wakes up in the world, and the people who are able to do that are the most successful, productive people, right? So that's my goal, (laughs) funny part is I cannot get, (laughs) I cannot retrain myself to get up for the life of me. So this is a huge struggle. Getting up in the morning to be productive is a really, really, really big problem for me. I have to work on it. So I'm going to be diligent. I'm, this is my promise to myself and y'all are witnesses. Okay. I, Leah, I'm going to be diligent to get up in the morning with enough time to read at least one more chapter from the 5 a.m. club and to decide what kind of productivity I'm going to indulge in before my workday starts. And making a coffee, putting on a fire, or relaxing with the dog after he eats breakfast is not the definition of the kind of productivity I'm supposed to be talking about. So that is my commitment to myself right now. Y'all heard it here first. I expect you to keep me accountable. I'll check in. Later down the line. (laughs) Wish me luck. Another struggle for me is taking breaks and walking away, getting fresh air. Sometimes when I'm really in grind mode, I don't stop what I'm doing. And then I feel burnt out if it was a busy day, or if I had a lot of paperwork to do, or if I had a, um, you know, several back-to-back coaching sessions that I had to tend to, or if it was just a really stressful day. Sometimes there's people in crisis who need immediate help and it's urgent and all sorts of other things that I deal with. So, I have to work on each of those things. So, schedule, consistency, prioritizing, uh, getting up, and understanding what I can do in the mornings to better set myself up for productivity. Getting out of the house once or twice a week to my office space because I have the option and that's something that allows me to put myself together, put my face on and get out, pack my lunch and and feel like I'm back in the workforce um, in a tangible way. And then making sure I can stop, take a break. Taking a walk around the neighborhood can seem boring because I live in the neighborhood. I drive around the neighborhood all the time, but still getting the fresh air, letting myself go out, maybe sitting on my back patio when it's a nice day and having a lunch as if I were eating lunch in the office or, you know, stepping out and walking the dog or something, but just just making sure that I'm able to take that break and separate myself from my work in that moment. So it's not just one long day full of work. And then there's, you know, no shifts or breaks in between. So those are the areas that I really struggle with. And I've talked to so many other women who work from home. And it seems like a lot of these areas are common. And I just want y'all to know you're not alone. And no matter what I portray. Uh, in any given um, post or (laughs) social media account, I struggle. I struggle greatly every day with just the routine, with the desire to be in my space, even though it's a comfy space, even though it's a cozy space. I am human and I need a break too. And it's not always as easy as just telling myself this is what I need to do. Like I really have to dig in and, and discipline myself. Uh, enough to get it done and enough to figure out a different kind of a routine. And that's where I want to evolve with this. I want to evolve in the mindfulness of how I tackle my frustrations with working from home. Right now, I do have a sweet gig. I am able to work from home. I do have the setup that I need plus some. So I'm not complaining, but I am complaining. (laughs) You know, I just need to figure it out. And I guess that's what I'm trying to say here. I've got to figure it out. So if y'all ladies have any tips or tricks or ideas on things and ways that could help me get out of this work from home rut that I find myself in often lately, please send me an email to the unspoken cycle at gmail.com you can drop me a DM at the unspoken cycle on both Instagram and Facebook. I would love to hear your ideas. I would love to hear your tips and tricks, or if you just want to vent about how you are sick and tired of being in the confines of your home for work and personal all day, every day, let them rip. Let me have it. I would love to hear it and just uh, support each other through that because yeah, this is that time where everyone, um, not everyone, but where a lot of people are remote in a lot of ways that we never expected ourselves to be, right? So ladies, we'll get through it, I guess. Here I am today working in my home office and I decided to podcast to give myself a break from the monotony of everything else I have to do. And then once I'm done with this, I will get back to work and hopefully feel inspired to be a little more productive. So I have a quote for y'all that I would love to share by Sydney J. Harris. And she said, happiness is a direction and not a place. And I love that quote because it's true. I have to find my happiness in whatever I am doing, whether it's at home or out of the home, and just remember that I am blessed to have this opportunity. It is not... Um, something that comes easily for a lot of people. And because we all have choices, I could easily decide that I want to do something different and that I want to change the physical path of what I'm doing every day with myself and my career. Um, But I am content with the work that I do and with the, my ability to just, Uh, be a great life coach for those of my clients who need me right now and to be a huge support system for an amazing psychiatrist and, and psychiatric center in the city that, you know, we're able to provide help for so many in need. And that to me is a blessing. So I am counting my blessings in that way. And I'm going to choose happiness in the work that I do and remind myself that this hiccup of being frustrated by my surroundings is just temporary. It's an attitude, I guess I should say, and I have to choose how I want it to affect me. So... Thank y'all for joining me on today's episode of the unspoken cycle podcast. I appreciate it. Of course, I love the support um, that y'all give me so much. The community that has been built for the unspoken cycle is amazing. I cherish you each and every one of you. If you have not yet, please like and subscribe. And also don't forget to sign up. Uh, for your own free membership at the unspokencycle.com, where you will find a plethora of things and a community of women just like you who are like minded and waiting to connect. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? It's about connection, it's about fruitfulness, it's about finding others who um, you can relate to and just. Uh, building your tribe. So allow the unspoken cycle.com to be that for you. It is free to sign up. There is no obligation. And there's so many resources in that community that I can promise you you'll benefit from. And I will see you there. Until next time, ladies, take care.
1: Thank you for listening to the unspoken cycle with Leah Vaughn. Remember to embrace your female within and connect with our community at theunspokencycle.com. Until next time, take care.